Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, the budget, the autumn statement, they're so much more than a collection of numbers. They're the expression of our values, what we care about and what's important to us. Or they should be. (sighs) There are some blunt home truths that we have to accept in the file marked we are where we are. Brexit has damaged the economy. Whatever hope there might be about the great blue yonder, it's hit the economy. We aren't over it. Covid, it's cost and impact. Well, it's a fortune. And we aren't over it. We are at war with Russia. Our young men and women aren't on the front line. But the young men and women who are, are armed with weapons supplied by us and it's costing a fortune and we aren't over it. The hits to our economy, world trade, commodity prices, inflation, shortages and all the rest, we are nowhere near over it. For millions of working families, hardship is still the unwelcome cousin that has overstayed a welcome. Kids do turn up at school with nothing inside them. All the moving parts of the Bank of England's November forecast shifted in the wrong direction and the odds of a technical recession before the end of 2024 are now thought to be around 50-50. October data from the Joseph Roundtree Foundation, and I linked to all this in the e-letter this morning, found that one in six families, that's one nearly two million in total, have turned off their fridge or freezer since April 2021 in order to reduce their energy costs. And if that's not a proxy indicator for just getting by, I don't know what is. Let's have a look at Chancellor Hunt's handiwork. He said it's all about growth, and he's taken steps to encourage companies to go for it, and that's good. Cuts in national insurance contributions helps companies as well as workers and it helps the NHS and social care, but it's a long-term gamble. The Office for Budget Responsibility growth forecast is expected to be 0.6%. Well, to be honest, that's so small, it's a rounding error. Higher than expected tax receipts because of inflation means the Chancellor is on course to reduce debt in 28.9, which is one of the targets. Public services, he's sticking to the plans made in 2021, which looked generous then, to be fair, but inflation has eroded their value, and today it's worth about 1.9%. And that runs until 24.25. So this takes us back to the Osborne austerity numbers in the 10 years following the world banking crisis. We know the damage that did. Hunt set out a public sector target for a 0.5% productivity increase per year. And to be honest, most finance directors will be able to fiddle the numbers to make that look right. But capital budgets will be flat in cash terms beyond 2025, which means taking into account inflation, the value falls in real terms and we're left with a crumbling estate, insufficient kit and inadequate IT systems. The Office of Budget Responsibility forecasts that the public sector net investment will fall to 1.9% of GDP in 27-28. So if Labour elected next May or October, 
they'll have to soldier on or put up taxes. They say they'll borrow millions and have a bonkers plan to fund everything from taxing non-doms. And there's only about 500 non-doms who have like a change the dial wealth and they'll be long gone. The upshot for the NHS, well, there are some more blunt home truths that have to be accepted in another file marked We Are Where We Are. Neatly encapsulated in a recent billet doux sent round from NHS England, which I linked to in the letter this morning. And I quote, our agreed priorities are to achieve financial balance, protect patient safety and prioritise emergency performance and capacity while protecting urgent care, high priority elective and cancer care. Now, in for ignoring the fact there are seven priorities in one sentence and which one is the priority in plain English, I think they're saying do more of everything with less. I quote again, we're asking systems to complete a rapid two week exercise to agree actions required to deliver the priorities. Well, this invites more creative nonsense, fairy tales and frankly bull bleep from finance directors. I quote again, ICBs and providers to agree the steps required to live within their baseline system allocation. Well, they can't. This memo was written for the benefit of the Department of Health and it's called Kissing Up and Kicking Down. And that is another blunt home truth that we have to accept in the far marked we are where we are. If budgets are the expression of our values, what we care about and what is important to us, so are memos. <laughs> Have the best weekend you can. And I look forward to sharing another conversation with you next week. <laughs>